Anybody can do that. Anybody can be the assembly king. Anybody can. All you got to do is... Just buy houses that are beside each other, right? It's easy. Look, 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 those two. If you buy those two, that's a good site, Daryl. Right there. You should buy those two. All you got to do is just buy my neighbor, the guy behind him, deal with the city to buy the park across the street and widen the road. Yeah, and don't forget... building. Don't forget that surprise easement, right? Yeah, don't worry about the easement. That bell owns. need that easement. It's just there. They don't even need it. No one's even using it. Fucking coffee's not even cold. TK, there's too much going coffee's on around not even here. Cold? You like cold coffee? I mean, my co- my coffee's not even hot. You got okay. me all flustered here. That's okay. okay. Welcome to, to the show. TK. Welcome so, to the show once again, Mr. TK. We're here live in Toronto talking about the Canadian real estate market. Man, there's a lot of narratives. There is no shortage of content there for is. people to talk about in real estate in, in Canada. Like in anything. It's just nonstop. Always, always go, 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 go. This is new. That's new. We're on, the, we're on a new list. We're on a new list. No, now we're at the top of the list. Now we're at the bottom of the list. Oh, we're only number three on the list. We're not that bad. What happened? All of a sudden, we're number three on the list. How did that happen, TK? We I thought we list. were number one. And who makes these lists? Like, who really makes these lists? And that... any article that you read, it depends on the perspective of the person writing the article on how they want to spin those lists and the data that they bring. Like, one of the, the big data points that they're bringing now, um, they're talking about, like, you know, percentage of... Um, income that's servicing debt they're talking about percentage of um uh, people who are behind on their mortgages they're talking about percentage of um uh people who are uh buying homes like when they're when they're uh new to the country like percentage of people subscribe to this channel that watch it yeah like we're talking about percentages right but it's always it's always the data is always so skewed all right. There's there's lies, there's damn lies, and then there's statistics. It's very don't believe true. What you read. It's very true. How do you believe? Well, so okay. How about this statistic? Did we did we really hit forty million people here in Canada? That's what did they're telling happen? me. That's what they're telling me. Do we people? believe I, that one? I haven't seen any new people on my street. You haven't seen any new. I all I see is new people across the street, man. There's like a hundred cars in front of this house all the time now. Mm-hmm. It's like I think she rented out her living room and her dining room and her basement and like every room in this house. Yep. Or it's a really long party, but I'm well, pretty sure. As of March 31st, 2024, Daryl, a rooming house can be coming to a neighborhood near you. Oh man, that'll be exciting. So these are going to be licensed rooming houses. And I don't know if people have ever been inside rooming houses. I've sold rooming houses before. Like they're never like, you know, they're never the places that, you know, people are going to because that's like their first option. You know, no. I've had the the licensed one where they're, they're like medical places. So like the hospitals pay for a bed for people. So those ones are really, are really tough. But even just the illegal regular ones that people have, um, those are also the, you know, they're, they're tough places. What do you think a room rental goes for right now? Daryl? TK? Something's been happening out there lately. 
I've been seeing a lot feel. of views. I'm seeing more views on this channel than we have subscribers. What does that mm. mean? It means people need to subscribe, I think. So, so it means people are watching the show and they're not subscribing? Yeah, like half. Makes no sense. I don't understand. Guys, what are you doing? like, comment, subscribe, hit the damn bell. It's an hour. Like, just do it. Jesus. Well, we talked about it a little while ago on one of the shows. Remember, my my uh, Vitaly's neighbor was renting rooms in High Park, like for a thousand bucks a room. Yeah. Right. So, um, I imagine in the core, it's even more than that. I mean, I I actually mentioned on the show when my daughter was looking for apartments uh, downtown that remember people were like renting the bedroom in a one plus den and then they were sleeping on the couch in the den. Right. Yeah, so yeah, they were right. And this is like 1800 bucks for the bedroom. While, you know, some buddy else that you don't know is sleeping on the sofa, eating at, food in the fridge. Well, every time you're going to the, to the kitchen, like, it's like, Hey, uh, I don't know. What's his name? Ragdash probably these days. I don't know. Right. Ragdash is renting out the bedroom and sleeping on the couch. And yeah. driving an Uber. And I don't mean yeah. to be like racist or anything, but this is happening like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. We see it everywhere. And in his free time, he's lining up for pre-construction and paying at the peak. Trying to get the trying to get the Canadian dream. Right. The Canadian dream. He's like, listen, I don't have the money to be able to buy this pre-construction house or condo, but I know that if I do it. Then in five years from now, I will be a millionaire. There's a great, there's a great um channel, and I, I wish I could shout out the guy. He does these like internet guru type of like uh, skits, and it's always just like, all right, but first, guys, this is what we're gonna do. All right, first, you're gonna go and buy a G wagon. All right, and then you're gonna write that off, you know, as part of you know your <laughs> marketing your expenses. It's gonna be the corporate income taxes of the corporation that you just started this morning. Then what you're going to do is you're going to rent out that G-Wagon and, and drive, uh, you know, Uber Eats. And and what you're going to do with that money is you're going to collect it and is you're going to put it anybody's into anybody's guess. You're going to put it into your RSP. Oh, right? at 4.5%. But, but then once once you take the money from your RSP, which you're going to flip, you're going to buy a rental property. And then after you buy Four. that rental property with Four. money that's not even yours, you're going to yeah. buy my course. You're going to buy my course, <laughs> you fucking idiots. Okay, TK, we have okay. gone way far <laughs> off the rails already. But okay, how do we get to 40 million people, a billion Uber drivers, and a shortage in the labor market for construction? So, okay. The people Maybe, are old, man. Did I jump? Okay. Well, this is true. I mean, that article you sent me, which Vin thank Vincenzo's like, Oh. 60 years old. You got really loud there and then you fell off a cliff. I know. My but you sound bad. good. There's some, I think it's okay. I won't so, so, it anymore. So, okay. So now you're loud again. What the fuck's going on here, bro? It's okay. We're I, don't here. Have, I don't have time to edit this shit this week. Just, okay. just, just do it. Take it. No editing. There's 300,000 workers that are like coming up for retirement. Yeah. And there's only like five people that are willing to do what they do currently. And yeah. we're bringing and in all these people and they don't want to do this stuff because it's not fun. But we have to incentivize it. Like we really have to incentivize it or we have to incentivize some kind of research and development into like mass producing homes because I mean... 
everything you sent me, TK was very good this week. I guess he feels like I'm slacking and I'm not prepared enough for the episodes. But he sent me all of these wonderful articles that either A, are pushing his narrative that we prices will go up because there's a shortage of housing coming That's down it. the pipe. Or B, what I've noticed recently, TK, and I think I've mentioned it on the show, everybody's a fucking developer all of a sudden. Everybody feels the woes of the developer. Everybody's explaining the developer's issues with getting more housing on the market. Everybody is devilifying the evil, greedy developers because they've realized, holy shit, there's only so many teats to suck on in this city. And when they hold their teats tight, <laughs> TK, we can't mm -hmm. sell anything anymore. Things stop moving right? So everything you sent me is all about development and or lack there of development or this housing crisis, right? So and labor shortage, and they all tie together, don't they? Do you know how many projects are being canceled right now because no, of the situation in the market interest rates, labor shortages? Well, I mean, my my rendering business is quite slow at the moment. So nobody's like, but, I don't have the number. But I'm telling you right now that like I would ton. say every day there's a project that is being shelved, you know, for a future date because of right now the yeah. economics of building don't make sense. Every day. Now, thankfully, there are some new projects that people are starting to work on, you know, yourself and other people. But these are early on. These are many, many years. No, they're light years. Fruition. But in, in the articles that you you sent me, it says here, you know, the goal we all know for this uh, country is like one and a half million new homes, right? Is that the country or is uh, that the province? We need three and a half million homes in so Canada we, by 2030. We need that. But the goal is yeah. only like one and a half, isn't it? Or is that Ontario's goal? That's Ontario's. They need they need 1.5 million more homes. That's just Ontario. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, you know what? It doesn't matter because neither number is fucking doable on any level whatsoever today. Now, that doesn't mean that TK doesn't have a master plan in the background to automate home construction, right? That's what I'm working on. We know this. But until you get your funding and you actually put your idea together, like there's guys trying, but this is not something that's happening. Like mm -hmm. it's just not happening. It but more, more importantly, what we have to do is we have to look at what current methods of construction do we have right. and, we and how do we how do we ramp up those until the technology part is solved, which could be many decades away so, so we need more people to build homes what happens we've talked about this before is when you do condos more people, really. they got like a brother who wants to come who like drives uber then their wife is going to come who stays at home to watch the kids then they got three kids who are all going to be going to school and now we got all these people who need a place to live and that one guy just can't build fast enough he oh. just doesn't, he can't even replace his own use of, of housing in order to be able to make this work, right? And so that becomes the issue is even though we are importing more people to build, it's creating this environment where we're actually um, bringing in more people than necessary. So there is a lot of dead weight. So we're lowering the per, per capita GDP. We're lowering the um, um, efficiencies of the, of the Canadian economy. And I feel it, Daryl. I feel it. There's there's definitely a lot of people right now because everyone's contributing this huge amount of their monthly household budget towards interest payments more than ever before. That The, the, the amount of uh, money that goes every month into interest, they're making decisions to not do other things. 
Like, and guess who owns those other things, Daryl? Eating out, going on vacations, going to, you know, the whatever movies, investors, other people. Yeah. So other people's business income is, is what's at stake. Right. And is there enough people who are coming in? Because what the federal government is obviously trying to do is they're trying to sort of disguise, maybe like, you know, set a, set a, um, a, a backstop on how far the economy can go down and how far the markets can go down and all the other areas that are compromised by just bringing in a ton of people. Right. And that's what their, their plan is. They said, well, maybe everyone's not making as much money, but we're going to have more revenues. Maybe businesses will be struggling because of X, Y, and Z, but there'll be more customers for them to serve. So, so, I mean, we like, they are obviously stumbling, bumbling idiots, but like there is some kind of a plan. Like you see, even just in the articles that you sent me, like they are actually doing things to try and bring new inventory to the market. So for example, like we have, I don't know what they call this stupid program that obviously never was going to work, but uh, what are the first housing now right housing now finally yeah. about to break ground four and yeah, a half i thought years that was later. a good article to bring in well your this is one thing that's happening right so the, the city's going to break ground on a project in eight years from now they're going to break ground we're going to move in yeah affordable it's, rents it's cool it's near subway well this is the thing okay about the affordable part of it because okay all together Okay, they're talking about three sites, two of which are shovel ready, but aren't ready to yeah, go. Kipling and Dundas is the one that they're starting Ki on. Kipling and Dundas is the one that they're starting on. But between the three, there's 1,949 purpose-built rental units. Okay. And more than 800 of which, and not a specific number like the total there of 1,949. This is more than 800. So it's probably like 803 of which will be affordable, okay? The yes. remaining market rate rentals will all be rent controlled. So TK, 800, not half, not 65%, set like not, nothing that really helps, but 803 of the 1949 are going to be affordable. So, okay. And how much We're money do you think the city will lose on that project? Hold on. Four and a half years since they announced the thing. And we yeah. have shovel ready 803. Hey, maybe it's 817, TK. Maybe I'm shortchanging these guys, but it's more than 800. I imagine it would be like 900 if it was eight. 80 or something. So it's like 804, let's call it. Okay. But uh, 804, which won't be built for, I don't know, four years, five years, right? At what rate? We don't know. Market rate. Affordable. Affordable and market. 20% <laughs> below market. So, but when we dig deeper into the story, TK, okay, how do we get these three sites shovel ready, right? Is it the city that's going to build these things, TK? No. Who owns the sites now? Or who's partners on the sites? Or who's building these things? Do you want to know? I did some digging while Tell getting me. prepared. Tell me. So one of them, okay, the one that we're I'd talking say, about. like is, Ellis Dawn would be involved. Well, so that's on one of them. So one of them on Merton Street is Ellis Dawn. And this one is just completely fucked up. Okay, it's Ellis Dawn and it's like some native tribe or something. First Nations making um housing for um it's like retirement housing 
old folks home for indigenous people on Merton street, which is like, I I'd say the perfect Noble. setting, right? Yeah. Like, like if there's a place, if I was looking at the map of Toronto and I was like, where should I put like some indigenous old people and give them like really cheap housing, like young and Eglinton Merton street, perfect placement. Okay. <laughs> like perfect. Well done guys. Okay. Listen, but everybody deserves to live at young and Eglinton Joe. hundred million percent, but it's okay. like, it just strikes me as maybe they don't even want to live there with all the crazy people that, I mean, this is a hub there, but anyways, again, derailed TK. So the one that is shovel ready is Tricon is a partner with the city and Tricon. Yeah. Listen, they build purpose built rentals and surely, I mean, they're not doing this because there's any money in it for them. I mean, this is obviously a public service. They're giving it back to charity, giving it back to charity, helping everybody help a brother out, right? Affordable. There'll be an affordable component. It'll be five units. Okay. So these guys get the contractors that they pay. I mean, they're profitable and they happen to own all those contractors. So it's like, hold on, you know, guess who gets to manage the building for the next 99 years and gets paid to do so. Guess who gets paid to develop the property? Guess who gets paid to manage the construction? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So by the time the thing's built, guess who's already made a bunch of money? on this affordable housing play, right? Yeah. I hear you. So 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 that's one. And then the next one How is else like, does it happen though? Like what what other scenarios does it happen? Where what where other does scenarios does it happen? I, I'm not project... saying that that's bad, TK. I'm just saying yeah. like let's not pretend that the city's putting this housing and doing some good thing here, okay? Cuz it's a fucking shit show. Now, when you couple that with things like uh these what what strong mayors now? The mayoral powers, yeah. All these strong mayoral powers that they're yeah. handing out like Easter eggs right now. Yeah. You want to be a, a you powerful get powers. mayor? You get powers. A little you get power powers. for you. Expand the urban boundaries. A little it's power funny, for you, right? It's it's funny, though. But what happens right away? Everybody's leaving Toronto. <laughs> Everybody's separating. We're having referendums all over the place. Yeah. No, that's not. it's not how it works. But basically, the, the oh. way that uh, the province is looking at it is like, we're going to be smashing the hammer down on all these cities for not being um, as pro housing as they need to be. And we'll give you the option to basically fall in line with the way we're going to do it or those minister zoning orders that we've been using throughout the GTA and other parts of the province might be coming to a town near you. And that's when everyone said, "Ooh, this way we actually get to control it. The other way we may not have so much say. So let's um, send them the committee um the housing commitment or whatever they called it um, in order to be able to show, Hey, we are willing to commit to, you know, building more housing, which Eagle Lake is complaining about what from last week's episode, they can't afford Toronto to... buyers buying yeah. properties in their town. There is only one way to create downward pressure on prices. More, more supply, supply or less demand, but you're never going to kill the demand enough. The right federal now. government will prevent the demand, uh, you know, from ever stopping. The federal government right now, they're they're looking at how do they top up their coffers and they're going to be importing people. So we need to build a certain amount of housing. Now, there was an article that talked about this where they were saying, you know, this is um, well, that, hold on that a site. Hold on. Let's talk about these mayoral powers and what they actually do to these areas right now. And what's going to come of this? Because sure. like, and, and hold on, back up just one other Let's second. Back. Let's go back a bit. Well, when we tie labor and the city private 
public partnerships building and all these 224 cranes in the sky and like so how does the city get labor like how does these city partnerships get labor instead of um they pay more for it right they pay more for it tk you walked right into that trap it was perfect you didn't That's even let is. me like do anything they pay more for it why because now all of a sudden when it's the way it's like there's some friendly contracts out there right there's yeah. some 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 nothing better than a city contract right so yeah. if you're sitting there going okay like i've been working with uh green park for 30 years now but now the city needs my services is Green Park going to have to wait for you now? Because you got this sweet ass city deal. And then what does Green Park do now? Do they pay more than Madame? And then what does Madame do? Like the, the, and we're already complaining about a shortage. And now we're injecting government into the equation. Do, do you see where I'm going with this, TK? Mm -hmm. Right. So inefficiencies so, galore. I, Money I just, just spilling out of the pockets of the taxpayer. Everywhere, 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 except to making things affordable and creating more supply ideas. So anyway, sorry, but I, I wanted to tie that in because I think it's like crazy that you don't at least at the very least say, hey, we'll bring you in, but you have to slug concrete for two years or you have to be a trade. You have to sign so, up. So I, I was told recently by our friend of the show, uh, Zach, because he's working out in Cornwall. And he's got some rental properties there. He's buying them up like crazy. And uh, he said to me that the people who are there, a part of their immigration terms were to stay in Cornwall and work there for a certain period of time. Yeah, but you can work on the fucking internet from home or you can work at the ice cream store. Well, no, but... no, because it's there's certain programs there. There's like a, a, a meat packing plant and a few different things like that. So it's actually got... It doesn't get more houses built, TK. What I'm just saying, though, is that there are there are tools that the federal government has in order to be able to sort of keep people in certain areas or at least to be able to i don't know incentivize them to do a certain industry so, so what are go. the programs let's talk about that what are the programs that a government could offer a federal government could offer somebody to join trades i'll talk about mine first so th the one that i know about is a program at george brown it's for people with like mental health problems or addiction Perfect. issues yeah. or people who have been struggling in their life for whatever reason give them a and nail they gun. get free tuition for like a program where it's like 16 weeks or whatever it is. And they, they teach them how to do drywalling, plumbing, electrical, all the trades, forklift licenses, certifications. And then at the end you go and decide on based on all the things you did, like which one of these trades do I really like? Right. And that's, that's a program that, that, that exists. I'm pretty sure it would be provincially funded. That sounds like up there alley, but those are the type of programs that we would need is almost, is almost like to say, free education so you're you know you're coming from a family where you know instead of osap first of all get rid of osap we don't want osap anymore stop providing kids osap you can't afford to go be able to go to college or university then you know you need richer parents Sorry. so right get a job get a job next is offer trades schools 100 free government supported whoa right Whoa! So any now everyone's gonna look. Now we're all say, paying for this shit. TK. Well, it's a horrible idea. No, it's not. It's it's better horrible. than having to input seven people to get one guy to swing a hammer. 
you're going to pay them over here instead of in the price of the house. So you're just going to pay taxes. But there's, of less, but there's less people. So now we'll need less that the stress on housing demand over the next 20 years will be less. And I'm pro-immigration. Don't get me wrong here. Was this Strategic like strategic immigration? This was your sense. good idea that, or this is like the middle idea? Is this there is one the idea more? that I came up with 30 seconds ago. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. So, so I mean, it works. So now you get a bunch of guys when they're at their point, when they're graduating high school and they're saying, OK, what do I want to do? Oh, and the percentage of women has also started to increase. So men and women, boys and girls, after they leave high school and they say, geez, OSAP's not available anymore for me. So I'm not going to go and get that business degree or like philosophy or some other garbage that all of my friends who have these type of um, diplomas or degrees are completely useless. Right. And they just owe a bunch of money to OSAP. They're right? good at drinking beer, though. Like they're they really great. built they, up a, a tolerance for beer to drink beer. So they get a lot of practice. Right. Yeah. So so now you use that opportunity to say, OK, what do I really want to do? Because mm. I don't want to go to work. I still want to go to school. Well, this trade school is free. So yeah. why I feel like I... swinging a hammer in like minus 40. That's not let's even, do not that even close. There's there's no? all sorts of jobs that don't require that type of. How about laying bricks in minus labor. 40? I want to do Listen, that. Listen, when you go that to school cool. and you're and you're like, you know, got a certain skill set, they'll find the 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 right role for you. Yeah. Maybe your job is to drive a forklift for the rest of your life. Maybe your job is to be laying bricks. Maybe your job is to just be walking up and down the stairs with big pails going like, you know, humming the same song up and down. Maybe that's just what you're ba- you're built for, but at least you're going to know what you're made for because people put you in an opportunity. Instead, what they do is they sit at home playing video games all day, living off their parents. And then by the time they're 40 and they realize that they need to do something, they're they're physically incapable of going into the physical labor um, workforce. And then they go on to OSAP or sorry, not OSAP, ODSP, sorry, ODSP. I was doing the rooming house yesterday, ODSP. And they're living off the government in another way because they weren't able to get that head start. And these trades guys, all of my builder clients who build like infill single family homes, they're all trades guys. They're TK, all trades guys. I got the best idea. They though. got tons of money. Check this out. Okay. How good. about, and it's kind of like yours, like it's free. Okay. And you're going to learn, but it's like more like, you know, like in Israel, like you have to go to the army for three years. If you yes. want to live there, if you come to Canada, you have to be in construction for three years. Yes. And then you can move on to something else. Do whatever you want to do. But imagine like, look, people need to work in offices in construction companies and people need to slug. Like you can learn some really good skills to start your own business after that for sure. Or to, you know, incorporate yourself into the larger economy of construction, which is basically all of Canada one way or another. Me and you have the best ideas. That's all I can say. Why does no one listen? Nobody TK? cares. Nobody Why? watching the show. That's Nobody the watches the show, man. Why do we that's do what this it every is, week? Though. Those this are is crazy. Things. We got the ideas. We're not implementers. Okay. We're Speak the visionaries. for yourself. We're I'm implementing put, enough we're, here. We're putting TK. out the info, you know, for people to use. But that's what it would take, though. Is That would be great. Like government intervention in order to be able to create the workforce we need. And then build you, our way out of this two birds with one stone, because you may actually end up with like some kind of an army too. like, yeah, people like, with the work with their hands are better. All than of all the immigration stories we were the now. same. Like when the Japanese came, they built the railroad, yeah, you know, man. when all the Portuguese uh, built like everything, Italians, Italians built the and rest. Irish came, they, they stuck them in the, 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 the poor working environments to build, uh, you know, and then Downtown the Jewish core, people, the we get a bad rap the... for like financing the whole thing, right? And putting it all together. But 
I don't know why. It's not fair. It's got a role in this, right? Everybody had a role. This city's a juggernaut, bro. So, okay. So we talked about that. Hey, what's going on with inventory right now, by the way? We didn't even lead with that. I see it Um, ticking up, no? Yeah, it's ticking up, but there's still a demand. I'm in the spring market right now, so I'm getting offers. I'm getting showings. Is it the same as it was a month ago? No, a month ago was way better. But way you know, better. There's still people there's still people moving right now. People people want to move. They're eager wow. to buy. How in the world are people making a decision going into this? Like I, I keep seeing people's rate sheets now with like sixes and sevens on them all over the place. Mm-hmm. I thought like three weeks ago they were coming down and people couldn't figure everything out. And now they're going up and everybody can't figure them out. How do you buy a house right now for a million something, knowing that your mortgage is going to be at six plus percent? How do you do this? Why the fuck are you Yesterday moving? I was thinking about it. Hmm. Yesterday I was thinking about it and I said, okay, if I had a million dollar mortgage, which I don't, and I had to pay 7%, which I'm not, how much would that be, <laughs> you know, every single month? And like, is that something that's sustainable? Right. And I, I thought about it and I thought to myself, okay, like what areas would have to be cut? Like what would be the situation and all that kind of stuff? Mission impossible. And I was like, I was like, you're really putting your, and, and what am I getting? That's the other thing too. What this am I getting for my money? This is what so, I've been saying for months. If I'm living, you know, if I'm living in a nice, you know, $3 million property and it's got four units and I got all these rental incomes coming in, then. And it's okay, in the fucking Caribbean I'm, somewhere I'm, on a beach. I'm going gonna, gonna to survive. But like we're talking about like a house in Scarborough that's got, uh, you know, four bedrooms and a decent backyard. Right. It's kind of just like, man, I'm, you know, and you're signing up for life. Well, right now, especially like it's with a forty-year AM, you're you're exactly you're, you're put fine. you're gonna push that amortization up to keep your payments lower. Interest rates aren't coming down anytime soon. There's Not no storyline out there that is gonna put interest rates back down to where they were. Right? There's a few interesting storylines going on right now that you failed to send articles on. I don't know how they relate to real estate, but things are getting fucking nutty in the world tell right me. now. TK, tell me, tell me which ones you saw. TK, it's the conspiracy hour. No, but you know what? TK, honestly, we got aliens. You heard about the aliens yet? Have you heard we anything about, about the aliens? Week, but you didn't hear really. anything since then. Look, what fucking rock come, are you on? I welcome them. Under, right? I inside. Welcome. You welcome the aliens. I welcome okay? the aliens to come. Well, listen, this alien shit, real or not, is happening all over the place in I the li- mainstream. 18 Turnbull Crescent, uh, North York, Ontario. Let's go. Yeah. Who's there? That was a fake address. Cyber attack. Did you hear about the cyber attack in the United States? The massive cyber attack? No. No. Tell me about it. Holy shit, TK. Like their infrastructure was like cyber attacked. And now like the Russians have you. you, Well, that's what they're saying. It's the Russian hackers. Again, these fucking Russian hackers are amazing. Or the credit. I don't know. Guys better have a lot of money somewhere in whatever cave they're living in. What about, have you seen all the military rolling out all over the world right now? Have you seen that stuff? Uh, Nobody's rolled by my house. Well, if you lived in Montreal or Quebec, they would have, actually, because it's fucking crazy. No, like serious military going on right now everywhere. 
No? Everybody's just showing off their military. That's what they do. Eh? You see those big, I love the big like China parades or like any of those like really high populous countries when they do it. And it's just everyone just walking in down the, the street. streets, in you the know, streets? just look at our tanks. Where are you guys going? I don't know. I don't know I don't where know. we're going. We're we doing got, look an at exercise. How many people we got, though. Yeah, we're doing you know, an exercise. This is but this is super powerful. There's some serious exercising going on at the <laughs> moment. That, But you haven't even seen any of this? Sorry, Joe. Fuck, I'm busy man. selling real estate. Well, <sighs> it's a full time job. TK. It's a full time job, man. Don't I have don't a full time job? I've been Do selected. I? I've, maybe the, I don't work chosen hard one enough. To, to help people in need. Maybe I don't. Maybe my wife is right. Maybe I'm not really working all day. Because I hear all this stuff. What about this? What about okay. the, the giant explosion in Ukraine? Like the, did you see that? Like a uranium plant exploded. You didn't see that. Are you frozen? Are you playing the fro? I see you move there, you dick. <laughs> no, you didn't even see that. No. What the fuck? The uranium. Man? Listen, Saskatchewan, though, that's where all the uranium's at. I know these are all so things that are looking great for Saskatchewan. That's you. for sure. Hold this, on, I'm these, not these even done yet. These and explosions are nothing Hold but on. good what? things for Saskatchewan real estate. One more, one more. One the more submarine that disappeared. Did you hear about that one? No, with all the billionaires on it that was going to see the Titanic. TK, this is all real, bro. What's going on? <laughs> You didn't I, hear I heard any... about the submarine. You heard, heard about, about the, the submarine. submarine. Okay. But I didn't read That's into it. I was just like, whatever. How interesting could that submarine be? Oh, well, I mean, it was on the way to the Titanic and then it disappeared. Yeah. Um, TK, a triangle. Come on, man. Like, how do things just disappear? Like, I have a Apple tracker. I could throw <laughs> on anything right now. The world's well, getting an nutty, Apple tracker the, on that submarine. Put an Apple tracker in the sub. Like, what are you guys doing? How about a <laughs> cell phone or something for fuck's sakes? Anyways, TK, the point is, is that all this crazy shit is actually in the media right now. And it's like that coupled with all this uncertainty and crazy high interest rates. It's like, how do people really make important decisions? Because, I mean... I would love to hear in the comment section, am I the only fucking person in this whole group here that knows about all this shit? Have I, am I the only the one in the comments? They know the everything. Cliff? Those guys know about all this stuff, but they must know. like, they I do. can't be in the echo chamber of my own. That they has They're, those all guys are this the smartest on. people. I talk to are the people in the comments. They know what oh, they know. What's up. They really do. It seems. Sometimes. Actually, I learn a lot of stuff from the comments. Every once in a while, someone will throw something out there and I'm just like, Thanks for sharing yeah, that because like, sure. I legitimately did not know. Did not so. know that. But I mean, they can get kind of nasty. Although lately, there's been some nice stuff about us. Bald Prairie's yeah. getting a little beat up in the comment section at the moment. Yeah. What a fun show, TK. How come we don't have like 8 billion followers right now? I don't understand. Well, now's a good chance, I think, if somebody is, uh, you know, appreciating the, still the content. still watching, yeah. Give us a little like, throw out a comment, subscribe if you haven't. You know, also Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we check us out there on Apple Podcasts. We have like four listeners on there. That thing's yeah. really ramping. And if you up. if you do a review, then we would really appreciate it. And and we and we will. How about this, Daryl? Hmm. Everybody who leaves a review on Apple um, reviews, like the Apple uh, Podcasts, yeah. will have first opportunity to buy our merch when we put it out there. What a sweet deal at TK. cost. What a sweet deal. Yes. I, I'd like to make an announcement now. I wanted to do it earlier when some people Sorry. might be uh, watching, but okay. uh, 
Well, now it doesn't really matter. Go ahead. The, the Frankfurt report is yep. dead, TK. It's gone. It's dead. What does that mean? It's what over. Does that mean? It's over. It's gone. Twitter killed it. I'm pulling the plug. No more Frankfurt report. It's gone. Okay. Well, you know gone. what? Gone. Like everything else, one day it could be resurrected. It will be known as the Assembly King on TikTok. Join me. Oh. Boom. Check it out. Check it out. Okay, where were we, TK? We were talking about all kinds of crazy shit. I don't know why I even brought any of that stuff up. Okay, so we the next one I was going to talk about was um, the people that are basically saying that we've been out building population growth and RBC did this report. Empty units everywhere. Yeah, million. and what? it's like we have more. To, our our total home share has grown by two and a half percent in Toronto and Vancouver, yet the population's only grown by two. An average person by household is this. So therefore we got baloney. Those were all old statistics, 2019 to 2021. Put in that million person increase that we've had over the last year and then run those numbers and tell me if we got a housing shortage or not. There is I'm a housing Shortage. How about just look around? Forget these fucking lies and more lies and statistics, TK. Fuck yeah. all that stuff. Look around. Like, try and rent something. Okay? Yeah. Try and buy something. Go and, and look how many cars are in your neighbor's driveway. Count the right. amount of people who go in and out of your neighbor's houses every day. Go there. Right. And just, just stand outside. Don't be creepy about it. But just, like, you know, sit on your porch with, like, a cup of tea. With, like, binoculars. Nothing creepy. And then just count the amount of people living in your neighbor's house. Right. The houses are full. And if that one's not full, like look at the next one. And it's when they report full. to Stats Canada, when you do those censuses and they're like, how many people live in your household? Yeah. How many people are, they're all thinking like, can't let the government know I'm renting out these rooms here. I got an illegal basement apartment. I can't be giving a government any information on me. What and would so happen they if we told they just them? Say, they just say like one, you know, meanwhile, there's like five people in that house. Yeah, or they don't even know how many people. They, they just come and go so fast, yeah. and there's so many spaces. Exactly. There, there, I, there was this great house every where, where I used to live. Every time we'd walk around the corner, there was this one house, and we were like, how many units do you think are in here? Because it was apparent that each side of the garage was at least one unit, maybe two. Like, people were coming in and out of everywhere, and it just seemed like... 14 people were at the very least living in this one house. And I guarantee you, um, this was not a legal duplex <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think they used the front lawn as a toilet on some days. Okay. But this is uh, not good, TK. Th th these are things that shouldn't happen. But if they don't, imagine how much worse... The problem would be if yeah. all this illegal and, and the, crazy shit. The government doesn't know about those. The city doesn't know about those. If they did, do they we? would be shutting them down. So like, there's a ton of overpopulated properties. For sure. And meanwhile, people are saying yeah. that there's all these empty properties and that the investors are the problems. But honestly, for fuck's yeah, one sakes. Of the, one of the mayoral candidates is proposing 3% vacant home tax. Like who that's going to solve something like like somebody who can buy something and leave it empty gives a fuck about your one or your three percent. Right. Like, right? obviously, it's they empty got a host for a that they're just leaving empty. They got money. Well, there's a reason it's empty percent and they're just going to lie and say that their cousin's living there. Right. Yeah. Every time he flies in from Dubai, he stays at that condo. That's his home. Why do people leave them empty anyways? Like, where where's the benefit to that? Exactly. The most common one that I would 
see, um, the most common one that I personally see is people after the um, estate, right? So the, 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 the person's passed, the estate now owns the home. This doesn't qualify. You, you, you'll be exempt from the vacant home tax. But then the people are like, do I want to sell? Do I not want to sell? So they just leave it vacant and then they just check in on it because they don't need the money, but they don't want to rent it out. It's all sort of like, you know, maybe sometimes there's an emotional aspect, that kind of stuff. Um, but that's that's typically the one. But then there's just the super rich people. And like, those aren't the people that I'm dealing with. On, on I'm, a, I'm a middle class uh, type of guy. And those are the more commonly, you know, maybe you own six, seven houses. Sure. But, you know, you've, you've worked hard to get those. But I'm not dealing with the people who own like three, uh, you know, two million dollar condos downtown that are all just sitting there empty for them to fly in from Miami, uh, you know, on the weekends. That's not my clientele. And, and do like, do people think that if we force people to not have empty houses, like they can afford these houses? Like, where where are these empty houses? Like. Where are they, first of all? And yeah. why can't somebody own and leave a house empty? Like, what's the big Well, they're just deal? trying to incentivize people. But more importantly is they're trying to create some revenues for themselves and votes. So then people think, no more empty houses. Everybody's turning in their empty houses. Turning this guy's on rental it. Stock. This guy's on it. I'm right? voting for him. I like I that get, idea. Yep. And bike Whoa. lanes. Three percent. That'll motivate them to let me live bike there for lanes. cheaper rent. Get the bike lanes going. That'll bring down the prices of grapes. Grapes. That's a whole other problem. Yeah. Have you? I paid a lot of money for grapes the other day. I can't even believe how much steak costs in the restaurants now. Like, yeah. This is mind blowing. You go somebody. to restaurants. Well, I'm really, I mean, I've been bitching for months. I I really shouldn't, but it's like sometimes, you know, like we're at this age, TK, you're, you're not maybe there yet, but like our kids are older and our parents are older. So like, if you can escape and go for dinner, like even if it's shit and overpriced, nothing's kind of need for family four. I went to like the worst restaurant you can go to. And I was thinking like, this one's gotta be under a hundred bucks. We went nope. for we went for a bite no last chance. night and it was like a hundred and something bucks plus tip. And we were like, wow, that, just for the two of us. And we we're like, that's fucking cheap. Imagine yeah. if we didn't drink, right? And my five-year-old like doesn't even 60 eat. 60 bucks. Yeah, he doesn't even eat. And it's he still a hundred bucks. If no, I go to wait if I go for breakfast, eating. if I go to breakfast, shout out to uh Egg Smart in <laughs> East Scarborough. <laughs> oh. It's the cheapest place for breakfast around. It's well priced. It's good, man. Prices didn't go up over there. Inflation doesn't exist. Egg smart and Scarborough inflation on two eggs over easy and toast. Do you get bacon? No, no more bacon on the special. Oh, there's bacon, bacon, eggs, and toast, and turkey bacon. They can do whatever they want. What turkey bacon? That's an extra six bucks. I don't look at the prices, you know. I just just know they didn't charge me less. The same, yeah. I'm sure you're charging me the same. I trust you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you for coming back, TK. No worries. Let's see if they get any more business because of you. Hey, there was an interesting stat, TK, that I thought was cool that ties into the labor shortage. I forgot to mention. Tell me. Average number of workers per unit under construction has fallen from six to four over Mm. the last 10 years. Why? Average? Well, there's two ways to explain that. Well, one of the ways was that it takes way fucking longer to build things. So the people that are willing to work are stuck on the same project for 
Yeah. Like 20, 25% longer. Yeah. Right. Um, the other way is that they're, they're, they're more efficient because have you ever seen the city do work on the roads? Have you ever seen those guys who are, you know, changing that pipe underneath the ground, six feet under? Oh, you don't got, they, see they him. Dig, they dig that hole. You see the eight guys you see, telling them what to do. you see the do. eight guys standing around them, right? With six of them have got a orange... Uh, Smoking uh, cigarettes. Construction uh, hat on. One guy has they to got, stand there holding the spray home. paint in case they need a spray paint. And, and the other two guys have got the white one with the clipboard. Yeah, hard hat. That's what I was thinking. Right? Think about it. So not the most this. efficient process, especially when the when the city's involved. On the private side, my, you know, ears to the ground type of info and intel is that people right now, when they're going, when they're in, in, in construction and they're working at these high rises, every day is an opportunity to take a day off. Looks like the rain's <laughs> going to come. We should leave early, right? Sure. Oh, I heard it's going to be really windy. I bet we, we should pack it in, right? Tomorrow's sure. going to be really hot. Let's all take the day off tomorrow. And there's a lot Too of hot. that. There's a lot of that going on. And guys, sure. are like, you know what? Forget it. Let's not let's not work as hard as we used to. And the pride in their work and everything else like that is going downhill. Nobody gives a shit. They just want right? to get that check and get the fuck out. So what Nobody do we do? Nobody cares. We find people who. So this is what. Um, what about paying Patrick them Francis a lot of money? About a lot is the employment. The employ unemployment rate's too low. We need to get up that unemployment rate so that people are struggling, and they're saying, "Oh my gosh." I'm just lucky to have a job. When do you guys need me to be there? That's when that's when we'll snap out of this because like and I have this I have these type of things right now with my my youngest son, right? Cuz he's he's 5 and he thinks the world owes him something. So, you know, you got to train him to make sure he understands, right? You know, oh, no. leaving him outside to sleep and stuff like that. Like, the you know, butler sure, boot camp. Make sure he understands what life is really about, you know? Oh, no. Cleaning the eaves troughs, whatever, you know, just basic stuff. Right. Just cleaning and, the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you, know, you don't need a harness, just, your pussy. <laughs> your small hands can fit in just, there. Just get <laughs> so these, your legs. sense of entitlement, right? It's like this huge sense of entitlement. We need to be reconditioned so that we all look. I went through this. I'll, I'll sure. give you guys like the honest truth is like I had, you know, I've been in business 15 years. And in the beginning of my real estate journey, I did really well. And I thought like, man, this is really easy. And that, you know, it's so simple. You don't you barely have to work. People just call you and they're just looking to can i give you some money tk all right can i give you some money you want to sell you want some money you know and it conditioned me to think like oh wow this is such an easy job and i'm like 25 years old you know young guy right sure and so in my later 20s um and the market changed in 2017 all of a sudden i realized and said wait a second you know this this business is not you know gonna just build itself here you have to I mean, really they gotta do something i gotta and do i had something? a couple of years of of, of challenges for sure yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden, like I'm, I'm much more grounded where I, I'm very well aware that tomorrow my whole opportunity, the market could go here physically. Something could happen to me. Uh, you know, clients could go other places like there's no guarantee on anything. And that type of mindset is there like every single day when I'm working. And I don't think that that's the same mindset that people have in the general workforce right now. I think no. that they're all sitting there going like my employer owes me. I showed up on time every day for the last three weeks well well I close to on time off. like i was three minutes late i deserve a day off it was only right? three minutes margaret yeah and right. even like yeah you know, but you're white and you're male sorry we gotta let you go 
and even, and even like, you know, other industries and stuff like that are all sort of facing that. Like we have, we're, co- we're coached by a big real estate uh, uh, coach who, who coaches the top teams in, in North America. So we hear all these stories of like how, what teams are facing, you know, and like the what? type of entitlement, just oh. the type of entitlement that agents have is, you know, everything is always, you owe me, you owe me. I'm, you know, I'm special. I don't need to work hard. I don't need to call the, the leads. Who needs to call the leads? Why would I have mm-hmm. to call those people? Like I asked them if they wanted to buy or sell and they said, no, not right now. Such a jerk. What kind of lead is this shit? Right. And the, this sense of entitlement, right. Is, is prevalent in so many different areas and agents are definitely like, you know, not, not, not a uh, extreme example by any means. They're, they're just the average Joe is doing the same thing that everyone else is trying to do and is making a living for their family. Yeah. It's not their fault. They, they, most of them came up in this crazy environment, like where, like you just didn't have to do certain things. People are just calling you to buy and sell. It was just the way there was. How much over asking do I need to put the offer in for? Yeah. I think like any other governing bodies, whether they be federal, provincial, or real estate, they should all disappear sooner than later so that we can actually get our shit done properly. Because I really, truly believe that, like, if you didn't have a Rhea, Korea, a Treb, and Vreb, and whatever the fuck, pushing fees down everybody's throats and needing fees to stay alive and to pay their president, you know, his salary and everybody, their salaries, and to keep paying all the lobbyists for their horseshit uh, and all the stuff that comes with that, like we'd all be way better off. I mean, it's not just a government thing. It's like a governing body thing, right? Like they give you shitty software. Get rid of those governing bodies too. Yeah. The realtor undertones right now, I'll give you guys the deep down little secrets of the the real estate world. Mm. Don't tell anybody, okay? I won't tell anybody. So, um, well, like Korea, who owns realtor.ca, they're like trying to like privatize it. So there's going to be some sort of... um, um, profitability for them, right? Privatize what exactly? Uh, Realtor.ca. Oh. Tre- Treb has also got a new tech arm. Privatize or monetize? Privatize. So they're, like they're, they're going to charge monetize for it? Because they're not allowed to monetize it. Okay, otherwise. so monetize is very different than privatize. I know, but until they privatize, they can't monetize. And that's the, that's the issue. They can't they privatize. Privatize is giving it out to the private sector. I, I know. Okay. To explain it. Oh. So then, Treb has also got a um, uh, privatized uh, entity that would also be controlling some oh. of the MLS portable portal as well, which enables them to monetize in another way. Oh. And Aria is like gave us some like health insurance benefits. So now we all have some health insurance that is like we didn't vote on it. They're just like, guess what? You're paying more now, and you can go and get some dental coverage and you will be happy how do we revolt we don't need these organizations we're just we'll just be licensed out there out there selling real estate without their guidance so it is part of it is part of the uh the narrative you know is that uh, those organizations are they helping do they really look after the consumers are they really there to protect the consumers i don't think so who works who does treb work for the realtors no the realtors yeah. When you get Who's those trev updates, the, yeah. when you hear when you hear that little blurb on CP24 about where the market was last month, the only thing that they're thinking about is how do we create more opportunities for our members? Right? Sure. 
and that's got to be the the premise of, of of what you know information you're taking from trev every single time is they're only guiding you down a road to be able to convince you to buy more real estate this is so important this thing I, did i tell you what happened this last week maybe Do we have time for this yeah we got time because I think it, it comes down to perspective. And that was really what we were what I was trying to convey to these people. So somehow through, I guess, social media, I got called by a bunch of people uh, that wanted to sell their properties, five people side by oh, side yeah. by side. Yeah. And they called a meeting with me. And I'm sitting in like this house with all these homeowners. I've never I've the assembly never, king is here. The assembly king is here. The assembly and, king is here. And, okay. and scared and excited at the same time because I never have I I mean I've got five people together in an assembly before, but I've never had them all in one room, like having tea and crumpets and all yeah. on the same side with what they wanted to do. Yeah. It was very interesting. How much money are you looking to make, Daryl? Because you know, we're all we're all really reasonable. Right. Is there is there a price that makes the most sense for us and we'll divide it up equally? Well, so 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 it, it's interesting because the conversation was like I was trying to get them to understand the perspectives of everybody involved because there's different ways that they could go about this thing, right? They could go hire a realtor or a like a commercial realtor cbre and get a bunch of planning done uh hire an architect and figure out what they can do on their site right and i said by all means like go like look at that route for sure but what i wanted them to understand tk and i think we've had this discussion before is like if 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 I'm a home a pro, uh, if I'm a property owner and I go and I don't know what I'm talking about and I go hire a planner or let's just say I'm a business owner and I go hire an uh, 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 an accountant, do I have to listen to the accountant? If I hire a lawyer in business and he gives me some advice, like is this gospel, TK? No. Must I? Right. This could so just be a best practice or consultation this is yeah. my advice based on my experience and you do what you want and if i don't like it then i maybe won't work with you anymore is really what happens right yeah Could you don't want that guy you want the guy who's gonna say i want to no, ride or die with you no matter what let's go maybe maybe you yeah. want the guy who's gonna tell you the truth like who knows what you want anyways regardless you hire a planner and you gotta think just like you're saying what's the planner's job here right? Like what's, what's the planner's goal at the end of the day, everybody wants to make more money. So how does a planner make more money? He, it, it, it's hard to make money by like not giving you something that works for you or isn't kind of in line with your thinking. I mean, you can make a little bit of money, but by telling everybody, no, you make way less money. But at the end of the day, the planner, when he looks at the planning and the bylaws and, and the rules, he will tell you, you can build something, whatever it is, a, a specific something, and he'll be right. Okay. Doesn't mean you should build that thing. It just means that you can. Okay. Right. So for example, if you know what you're doing, you don't build like big, deep, horrible units that people don't want to buy. Right. Or you don't have like weird jogs. Like you just try and avoid certain things to make things more saleable. And so that you can get more money per square foot and there's ways of doing it, but if you don't do them, you screwing up your building. So just because you can get like a million square feet on a site doesn't mean you necessarily should, but the planner will tell you what you can do. Okay. 
Now, if you hire an architect and he's like, ah, I got to impress these people. I want the job. I got to design a nice building. And like, they, they don't even know what they're talking about. So it's up to me. But it I'm looks gonna, pretty. Right. But I'm going to do something within what the planner gave me because you can, and I'm going to present this to you. And now you have this. And, you, and so you look at it from a perspective and they're coming at it from a perspective, right? Now, does that get you maximum value on your land now by going through that process? Maybe. Maybe. But now, like, let's say you follow the wrong advice. Now you have to find a buyer who is willing to accept the wrong advice. Now you need another layer of dumb, right? And, like, when you're talking no about shortage this of kind of money, down. well, there's no shortage of it, but we're talking Toronto development. So it's it's few and far between that you get a real dummy that's going to pay for something that's, like, so obviously wrong or stupid you'll find them though that's the thing so it's like what approach do you want to take and just like you're saying understand the perspectives of everybody involved right because obviously everybody is there for themselves and everybody's there to maximize things and so how does everybody do that and be happy you know how I'm asking. I don't know. Oh, fucking clue. I, I thought, yeah, I thought this was the, the, the build up here. Yeah, no, you got to call me, TK. You have to call me. Call the assembly king. You have to call me. Yeah. And I'll that's the only way to do it. Wing that's what it. I do. And I'll wing it. <laughs> that's what I do. Right. That's all I know. Jeez. No, but I think that's just it. Why it's am I going to un... try to do all this work that, uh, you know, it would be like uh, me trying to go and fix uh, a problem with my car. Right. Could I do it? Should you call me to help you? <laughs> I could definitely fix my car for I could sure. help you. hundred yeah. percent. I could go and get a YouTube video, maybe read a book. Yeah. I wouldn't want to diagrams, go read the manual. After, I could fix my car. I wouldn't call but you. How long is that going to take me? And how much am I going to screw up along the way? Who are you going to kill later? Right. How okay. useful is that car going to be for me? But you can get it done. at the bottom. But you can get it done. And maybe it'll work out okay. You want to, you want to assemble a few properties in the GTA? call the assembly king yeah go for it because we need more people doing it we need to create land like yeah people aren't just selling it like one way or another people got to learn how to do this yeah and it should be free or like it's you should, if you go to school you don't learn it you learn like i don't even know what they teach you these kids so that this, come out this of these should programs be part, are you, you think that idiots. this should be part of like the the, the standard education there should of, be part of the army is a fucking this, development part right, of it, is, right? Yeah. Let's go. Let's build houses. We're going to teach you guys how to fucking build right. these houses. Let's yeah, go. We let's don't go. need to learn geography. Oh, let's go. Right. We're going to learn how to assemble geography. properties in the downtown core and, and Why do we need geography? The appropriate de density Teak. of each site. I don't even know where Manitoba is. We don't need geography. Okay. okay? Who True. cares where North Carolina is in relation to Tennessee? Like who fucking cares? But we teach me GPS how to now. make some money. Yeah, we Teach got a GPS. To make now. some money. Teach Speaking me about teaching people how to make money. money. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Buy our course. Ooh. How to make money with the assembly king. With the assembly king. <laughs> first, first, first uh, rendition. Real estate of development one hundred and one. TK one hundred and one. Yeah. Click Darryl, the link below. We've had a good conversation today. We did, did we? We don't need a guest. We, we didn't like even talk about on. the deal we're working on together. Nothing. TK, what are we doing here? Let's keep the deal for another deal, show. Deal progresses a little bit further. That would be good if it did. Today we had some communication from the other side. Ooh, that I don't know about? The, the question was, 
is it the same price that you offered last time? And my response, yes. Yes. Hmm. That was and it. he That's couldn't tell that by reading. That was the update. Or was it like, is it a mistake? Like, did you just really was, sign back the with the That's same the price? There you go. Let's see how it works, Steve. Yeah? There Whoa. you go. Somebody's at the door. All right. Well, it's over. Party's over. Good luck. Thanks for watching, guys.